Vaughn and Matt. We're an interracial couple with two kids wanting to do something that highlights the power of friendship and what it means to be in the company of true friends. We're going to move our society away and out of the loneliness epidemic and into a friendlier, happier world. Welcome to our friendly world. Better, stronger, together. Welcome back, everyone. Hello. Hello. Hello to whatever day or time or zone you're in. So I'm going to say a good evening, good afternoon. Good evening, good afternoon. What is it? Good morning. What else is there? Hello. Bonjour. Salam. Good night. Wait, I forgot Japanese. Uh, mushi mushi? No, that's how you answer the phone. Konnichiwa? Konnichiwa? Maybe. How are you? I, I don't know. I think it's a greeting. Oh, it's a greeting of some kind. We're getting rusty, honey. We need to start traveling again. This is terrible. I feel like I've lost my worldliness. No? What? What's so funny? I just, where were we? I, where were you? We were in a complete other time zone 13 months ago. We were living in a complete other time zone. Stuck in an apartment. Duh, beside the point. We're in a completely different time zone. We're, completely, we're in a completely different place now. So what? It's still been in the United States. We've moved a lot. The U.S. is a very it's interesting, a, different place, It's a right? big stretch of the continent. Yes. It's a big stretch of the northern American continent. Absolutely. But anyway, I feel like, I don't know. I'm starting to get the the feeling back like I don't know anything. And so it's even hard to operate a podcast because I don't, I'm starting to doubt myself like well, I don't know anything. <laughs> I I used to feel like yes, I know this culture and that culture, but even my own background mm-hmm. lately I've been feeling like I have, I have no business talking about it. I don't know. You know? Like you just feel like you don't know anything Oh my anymore. goodness, absolutely. Yeah, it's weird when all of a sudden you discover something that kind of shakes something that uh, you thought you knew, for sure. So anyway, how was your ride today? You said something interesting about meeting people on the ride, mm-hmm. that people are more open or something like that. Yeah. What happened? What I, did I, you notice? Honestly, it boils down to the shared experience, the endorphin rush you get from exercising, and the fact that I always go into it, I'm asking you a question. And if you don't know the answer, that's fine. But I was riding on a new trail. Oh my goodness, and I got lost a couple of times. But where I didn't get lost is where I asked somebody which way was the trail, which way I should go. And it was really interesting because the gentleman that, um, you know, I, I, I almost had to wave. It's almost like he didn't believe I was talking to him. He had headphones on and I was like, hey, hey, hey. And when I asked him which way to go to stay on the bike trail, he was like, yeah, and if you take this bike trail, then you... And he started, like, describing, like, you're going to go over a bridge, and then you'll be in town, and you can get coffee there. And (laughs) it was like he was planning my social calendar. And he was very, very nice. And honestly, I want to say 100% of the people I said hi to, which is 100% of the people. Mm Mm-hmm acknowledged me at the very least acknowledged me i've been operating on a theory not a theory even i think it's the total truth is that and and it also i'm about to say what that theory is in just a second (laughs) or the truth 
Let me just say it because I'll forget it. <laughs> the truth is that when you're face to face with people, mm-hmm. the love is there. And all these things that divide us are usually not there. Right. The majority of people truly like each other. And I think that we've gotten so brainwashed that there's such division that this side is evil, this side is evil, that side is terrible, this person is this. There's a label for everything. Mm -hmm. And I think especially with kids now, they're so into labels and what defines them. And I think it's getting in the way of enjoying life. We're so into labeling one another. And I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted. So my plea today is that we go against that. I mean, we've had certainly our fair share of arguments within our marriage. (laughs) Oh, dear. Especially since 2016. Right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I became completely shocked. But not really. I was going to say completely shocked by the news or whatever was transpiring in politics, all of that. But at the same time, I wasn't. I wasn't shocked at all because I've been seeing it for a long, long time. I've been telling you, look, I'm feeling like this is happening to our society. And you would say, no, 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 it's never going to get that bad. Checks and balances. Um, and I'm like, uh, no, I'm, I'm not seeing that anymore. I'm telling you, I don't think it's going to go in a good way. Anyway, and then when things would happen, you would try to have a positive attitude about things. And then I started labeling you as the enemy <laughs> because you all you were doing was trying to be positive and to have a better outlook and not such a, an angry point of view. But I went to the angry mode and it was addictive. I couldn't get out of it. And the past year, I feel like I have to knock on wood. Uh, I feel like even though things are still crazy out in the world, I feel like I'm getting my sense of love back, love for humanity, and then seeing that the world, we can make the world truly, we can make the world a better place. We can. And it starts with our own ecosystem, our own sense of safety, our own sense of what we want to create, really looking at one another and looking at one another without labels. I started to think about the whole idea of integrity. Even when I hear the word integrity, I have that split feeling. Like, obviously, I have integrity, but this person over here does not. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Total divisiveness. Right. And so that's what I want to talk about today a little bit is that... When we think of integrity, when we think of integrity, we think of the quality of being honest and having strong moral principles, blah, 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 right? But it also, like I said, tends to go towards the division. I have integrity, you don't. I believe in such and such, and you don't, therefore you don't have integrity. You are this. And that creates a division. Looking at the true, true meaning a look deeper at the meaning of integrity and how the art of friendship plays a role in shaping our society. Okay. So the other meaning, the etymology of integrity is a state of being whole, undivided. A state of being whole and undivided. The condition of being unified, unimpaired. The adjective form of integrity is integer, 
which drives me crazy because it leads me to the hardcore math that the kids are studying. Even from the beginning, like first grade, like what's an integer? Okay, it's a whole number. What's a whole number is what they right. would ask, not what in, what is an integer. Now, for me, programming-wise, oh, we have integer as a data type, but that's kind of beside but the But like point. one and a half is not an integer. Nope. Right? Sure not. So anyway, I saw the word integer. I'm like, oh, there it is again. Math has creeped its ugly head back into my reality. But the adjective form of integrity is integer, integral, complete, perfect, intact, untouched. Looking at those words, I'm understanding math a little bit better because it's undivided. It is whole. But then every number, I don't know if you, if you really get into it, everything is never a whole one thing anyway, right? Anyway, 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 let's not go there. (laughs) Fair enough. So in talking about our relationships and talking about the art of integrity and how it is shaping our society Mm -hmm. and how we can change it to be in better shape, I just wanted to bring out one thing. One thing that I've talked about this entire time we talk about the art of friendship, sometimes I think that there could be a not, what do you call it? (laughs) I don't want to say an evil force, but what do you call it? Something that doesn't have your best interest. Right, at heart. At heart, right? For example, when I've told the story before, I'm sorry, I'm repeating myself, but I remember when I got off of a photography project, I left Ethiopia. I was on a plane And this video came up on the airplane because basically everyone was flying out of the continent, Mm -hmm. the African continent. And it said, thank you for visiting. We ask you, when you look back and you hear things on the news and you see certain countries being at war or there's definitely strife or there's conflict happening, We ask you to take a deeper look at what could really be happening and who's causing it. Because in most cases, it is not who you think is fighting, who has started the fight. It is usually a power that is trying to dismantle an area to weaken it so they can take power. So always Take a deep look. Take a really good look at what could be happening behind the scenes. Now, I don't remember their exact words, but that's the message I got from right. them. Right. Yeah. And, and and being an immigrant, I'm sorry, hold on to your thought. Being an immigrant, you know, having to flee a country, I understand that. I'm like, yeah, exactly. I know what you're talking about. What were you going to say? It's, you know... I would say something like, when strange things happen, follow the money. I remember there would be occasions where things seemed backwards or upside down or hard to understand. And the easy answer is always, well, those people are just crazy. But if someone's willing to go as far as people are willing to go for their causes, there's not a sanity we necessarily understand, but there is a sanity there. And people don't want us to understand. They right. just want us to think, oh, they're crazy. Right. Or or frankly, sometimes I don't want to understand. Or not human even. What would takes, what, you know, the lengths people sometimes would go to. 
But I, I emphasize follow the money because there's always somebody playing for gain. I'm glad you brought this up because that's exactly where I was headed is who benefits from a divided community? First, I think, okay, let's just take it to the nuclear level, like family, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Who promotes a divided nation? Who benefits from that? When you're a divided family and you have to do everything on your own, when it's a situation, which America is, mm-hmm. where both parents, let's say you have a family, right. a mother, a father, and kids. Mm-hmm. When both parents have to work and, you know, even if you have health insurance here, you still can't afford really to go to the doctor. I went to the doctor. I, I mustered up enough courage to go to the doctor after a long time not mm-hmm. going. You know, I always make sure the kids go. I make sure you go. I built up enough courage to go. I was having a panic attack. I, I, I was like, oh, my God, I just want to get out of here. Like, whatever tests, whatever, let's just get it over with. And I have to wait and wait, fill out all these forms before they even say hello to me. Right. And then I get there. They're like, oh, you do know this is not um, an exam situation. It's just basically a meet and greet. I'm like, how much money am I paying for this? For what? To meet you? Hello. Are you serious? And serious, oh, and, and you know, and then once I got over, like, I started to cry because mm-hmm. I, I was really scared to be there right. because I've had a terrible situation with doctors in America. I don't get treated the same way as people who are who don't look like me. And so once I, I started talking like a human being and I started to say, well, this is bothering me. That's bothering me. The doctor literally said, I don't, well, I don't have time right now. I don't have time. And the session was over. I'm like, what? What? what, what we got to find that? you a new doctor. They're all like that, Matt. Anyway, but like just looking at like how systems are so messed up. Anyway, I, I seriously got off track. What I'm trying to say is the parents work. They both work. As soon as they have a baby, they put the baby in daycare. When the people get old, they get put into a daycare. Right. Everybody gets separated and shifted into separate areas. We talked about this in the very beginning of our podcast, that even our houses are built in a way that is divisive. You have your own room here. You have, you know, your own bed here. Mm -hmm. Everybody goes into their separate corners. We don't even see each other. Now, we have always tried to create a household that isn't that way, but... I mean, then people look at you weird when they come over. You know, like, what? The kids don't have their own rooms? Like, huh? Um, So now they have their own rooms, and guess what? We have to yell, like, hello, are you here? Can you come down, please? It's a huge effort to get us to come together. Division. It's the architecture of family. It has been made in such a way that everyone owns their own separate things their own separate areas. And even though you may live in a small area, you're separate. You don't hear each other. You don't see each other. Think about the neighborhoods, especially in America, 
Most people don't know their neighbors. They don't know their names. They won't even have eye contact. Well, I'm going to get a new neighbor next week anyways, so. Like, we, we just don't. They don't. Right. There's a constant shuffle is what I mean. <sighs> so who benefits from this kind of thing? So we have a whole daycare system for various different age groups. We have a society of divided people. So schools benefit, right? Right. Schools social, and school districts. Social institutions. Social institutions. Um, you know. The uh, auto industry. People t- don't take transportation together unless you're in some fantastic city like New York. But in most other places, you need to have your own car. You cannot function without a car. Right. Again, hello, America. Right? I mean, that's why I said it's been so long since we traveled. I don't really know what's happening anymore in other places. Um, Gun industry, because when people get scared, they buy guns. When people get depressed, they buy alcohol. You want to forget. You want self-soothing. Whatever form it takes. Drugs, whatever. Whoever builds on this fear that says you're all alone, you're in it on your own, you better protect yourself. You're by yourself. They tend to make lots of money off of you. And also circling back to self-soothing. We self-soothe by buying that really cool tchotchke or by getting really good food and eating tons of it. Mm -hmm. It doesn't involve getting to a spiritual place. It involves getting to a less rich place spending money Mm -hmm. right again you're losing your resources you're just spending it and certainly it's not cool to live together it's oh my gosh even now like even people who i really like and admire and love the way they talk about our kids like oh they're gonna be out soon i'm like why would you say that why do they have to be out soon I've made it a conscious effort, our entire parenthood, to make sure that I don't speak that way. Right. That they're not out at age 18. You're not out on your own, kid. We are family. This is our money. Wherever we're living, our home is your home. This is our home. Together. You're not out on your own. We're going to follow each other's dreams. We're going to build each other's dreams together. And this, this way of thinking like you're out on your own, this translates to children. So when they have friends, are you going to have that sense of family where you are in it together, where you soothe each other, where you help each other with your dreams, with their dreams, make things happen with love? No, it's like you're on your own. Everybody's on their own. So what kind of society is that? It's a society where the advertisers are getting paid and the fat cats are getting fatter. So the truth is, yes, there's a loneliness epidemic. Yeah. But the truth is that we're really not alone. And the truth is, if you get into a traffic jam or you're riding your bike like how you said, chances are you're going to meet people that are really awesome, lovely, wonderful, talented, sweet, caring. They could be on the opposite side of your political beliefs. But we've been, especially the last few years, we've been so bombarded by the ugly that we tend to go right for that. Like, they look like this. They must be of this political party. Which is one of the things that happens during wartime with propaganda. That's all it is. I'm telling you, in 2016, I said, oh, my God, this is propaganda. This is a way to 
have people fight against one another and make it okay because you're making this group over here seem like they're not human. Right. Less so than it's okay. Human. Yeah. So it's okay if we do bad things to them because they're not really human. And looking at the language, like really listening to the language, it was saying exactly that. And that's why I was shocked because I have felt that for years being an immigrant and not being Caucasian. Mm-hmm. But to hear it announced like that at full, like full exposure, full, no hiding anymore. That was what was shocking. That was what was so scary. Because it seemed like, oh, well, that was history. And honestly, World War II was not that long ago at all. Hitler was just here a few minutes ago. That's why I was scared. So my plea today is look at integrity in a different way and not think of integrity like my values are better than yours. If you're thinking this way, if you're not thinking like me politically, then you're evil. <laughs> and believe me, it's a challenge for me to say that right now because I feel like, I mean, I, that's all I've been talking about for years and years is racism because that's what I've been seeing more and more of mm -hmm. because I was targeted. So my thing is, let's look at how we can be whole and undivided as people. And let's take a real look at who is causing all this stirring. Who's causing all this division and what's their purpose? Because honestly, we have a lot of friends now. And if we asked their politics, I'm sure they would be opposite of ours. Some of them for sure. But I love them. But they're, that's, they're watching out for our kids. We're right. We're enjoying each other's company in the neighborhood. Right. I feel taken care of and seen and heard. But if I saw these people on TV, I'd probably, in my mind, be thinking, "Oh, they're the enemy." And that's just it. It's the it's the um, stereotypicalization of people. I just watched a TED talk where the woman was describing how here's all the boxes for the left, here's all the boxes for the right. And then she happened to mention how she has friends who are NRA, full supporters of the Second Amendment, and are full supporters of gay marriage. Mm -hmm. That's not peanut butter and chocolate. Those aren't going together, or so we've been taught. But people have things that are important to them and, and things that aren't important to them. And people are raised different ways. And to have just this series of absolutes, like you've signed up now. So now here's your platform. This is everything you're supposed to believe. Tricky, hard. And honestly, in America, having a two-party system, it becomes more and more untenable. But to kind of untangle ourselves from the two-party system is challenging is too hard well, on some level i just think that we have to take care of one another that we can't depend on any system because what that system does it takes care of its own yes which is what the one percent of the one percent something like so we need to take care of our own which is each other which is the whole art of friendship coming back to that absolutely yeah and circling back to just integrity when i started looking into integrity what I came across was, you know, the seven traits. And one of those seven traits is respect. Be respectful. Be respectful. Be consistent. Be respectful. Bottom line, we have to remember that we're not alone, that we're not to be divided. When one person hurts, we all hurt. And that's it. Just like that public service announcement that I saw on the airplane, 
Let's take a deeper look at that. So when there's something going on or when you feel fear, ask yourself, what just made me feel fear like that? Take a step back and try to figure it out and get away from that. Most likely it'll be the news. Right. No argument there. Yeah. I mean, Matt's been forever telling me to stop watching the news and I finally did. And I think that's what's helped me start feeling better is I stopped watching the news. I can't. I can't do it anymore. I mean, we still talk about the super important stuff that comes up, but not the infighting every day. The thing is, I was addicted to watching it because I needed to know what was happening as it was happening. So that if I needed to do anything before the mad rush of everybody else knowing, especially with the pandemic, like we had a sense of it way before it really hit. Right. So that, I think, compounded how we were feeling. Because then I was like, well, let me pay closer attention to the news so that I know the next shoe that's going to drop, where it is, how it is, what do I need to do? But if we're together as friends, you will never be homeless. You will never be alone. You will always have someone to talk to. You will always feel inspired to follow your dreams. You will be supported with your dreams. You will have food, my friend. You will always have a lovely cup of tea. We can help each other. We all have talents. We can do each other favors. We can make the world the kind of world we want. A world that feels nourishing and safe and happy and exciting. Michelle, I cannot wait to see you in person over there. Martine, I can't wait to finally go out and do your wonderful adventures and have some fun. Another thing I'm going to ask us to do is try to make friends with people in other countries. It's easier to do that now. Find something you like on the internet. Get involved with Zoom meetings. If you're a writer, there are so many writers groups from all over the world. People get together and they take classes and then you start talking in the chats. That's how I've made some great friends that I have had now for the past few years. Make friends in other countries. The world is a small town and everyone is your friend. So with that, I'm going to say we're going to talk to you in just a few days. Thank you for listening. We love you. Reach out to us. Go to our website, our Friendly World Podcast. Yes, our FriendlyWorldPodcast.com. There's a little mic icon. If you just tap on that, you can leave us a voicemail. A voice message, yes. A voice message. You don't need an app. You don't need anything. But just please reach out to us. We would love to hear your voices. That's it. We love you. Be well.